Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that strives to know at least a little bit more history every day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about the birth of one of the most versatile instruments in music history, a mainstay of classical orchestra and jazz pieces known as the clarinet. The day was January 14, 1690. German instrument maker Johann Christoph Denner created the world's first clarinet. Denner was a master craftsman when it came to existing instruments such as flutes, oboes, and bassoons, but the clarinet was an instrument of his own design. He had spent several years tinkering with the project at his workshop in Nuremberg, and with the help of his son Jacob, he finally finished his new instrument in the late 17th century. There aren't many musical instruments whose invention can be narrowed down to a particular date, and that's because most of them evolved gradually over the course of several hundred years. That's not the case with the clarinet, but Denner did use an earlier woodwind instrument as a starting point. It was called the chalumeau, and it looked a good deal like a modern-day recorder, except with a single reed mouthpiece instead of a whistle. The chalumeau was intended for solo play, which was done by covering different combinations of holes with the fingers to produce the different notes of a scale. This simple design and ease of use made it a popular choice among shepherds, though whether or not their sheep were fans as well remains unknown. Denner and his son made several crucial changes to the chalumeau's design, resulting in an altogether different instrument, rather than just a slight evolution. The biggest innovation they made was the addition of two finger keys, which increased the musical range of the chalumeau by more than two octaves. The clarinet could be played in its lowest register, the so-called chalumeau register, without the use of these keys. But if a musician wanted to play higher notes, they could press one key to go up a fifth to the clarion register. And if that wasn't enough, they could press the other key to go even higher in that same register. The Denners also made several other improvements over the chalumeau. For starters, they added a barrel connecting the mouthpiece and the upper joint of the instrument. The barrel both shaped and directed the air as it entered the instrument, greatly affecting the clarinet's sound and intonation. The father-son duo also enhanced the distinct flared section at the end of the instrument. This piece, known as the bell, helped to better project sound and improve the tone of lower notes. Although the original clarinet was very similar to the modern incarnation, there have been some further improvements over the last few centuries. For starters, the mouthpiece now faces the opposite direction compared to Denner's forward-facing opening. Also, while the original only had eight holes and two keys, a modern clarinet features around 20 keys, in addition to a series of airtight pads and rings. As for the name clarinet, that was coined shortly after the instrument's invention. The Italian word for trumpet is clarino and the word for little trumpet is clarinetto. There's some debate about how exactly the term came to be applied to Denner's instrument, but since its sound was not too far off from early versions of the trumpet, 
it seems the intention was to call it a little trumpet. Once Denner unveiled his clarinet to the world, its improved range and distinctive sound quickly supplanted the chalumeau. The instrument's versatility made it a much better fit for orchestral arrangements, and it was soon swiftly adopted by celebrated composers such as Vivaldi, Handel, and Mozart. Over time, the word clarinet came to refer to an entire family of instruments, ranging from high to low registers and greatly differing in both tone and size. The smallest of the family is the piccolo clarinet, which is less than 9 inches long. On the other end of the spectrum is the contrabass clarinet, which is roughly 7.5 feet long. There are nine other clarinets between those two extremes, but the most common, and the one we're most familiar with, is the B-flat clarinet. Another popular type is the A clarinet, which is only a half a tone lower than the B-flat. If you've ever heard Peter and the Wolf by Sergei Prokofiev, this is the instrument that voices the cat. Aside from classical European compositions, clarinets also featured prominently in the early days of jazz. The instrument became a fixture in New Orleans jazz clubs, but the clarinet's true heyday was the big band era of the 1940s, when it was put to good use by famous musicians such as Benny Goodman and Duke Ellington. However, as the big band genre declined, so did the use of the clarinet in jazz. It was gradually replaced with the saxophone, which had a mellower sound and a simpler note system that made it easier to write for and to play. That said, many jazz bands still feature at least one clarinet, and the instrument has even found its way into rock music over the years. Artists like The Beatles, Pink Floyd, Aerosmith, Tom Waits, and Radiohead have all included clarinets in their recordings proving that while the clarinet's glory days may be behind it, there's still plenty of life left in the little trumpet. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. <laughs> <laughs>